Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, welcome back to Betches Brides. I'm Sammy Fishbein, your Betches Brides host who is taking you through these corona wedding times. Today, I'm joined by a past guest, one of our favorites, Josh Spiegel, creative director of Birch Event Designs. Welcome, Josh. Hey, how are you? I am great. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing great. Great is an exaggeration. I don't even know why. I just lied. I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing a little bit better than okay, but I'm doing, I'm like doing on the greater side of okay. You are. Okay. What's, what's up these days? Give us an update. Um, the update, the updates are that like, we've been getting and fielding crazy last minute wedding calls, like daily. I'm not kidding. Like it's the craziest thing. I think people just woke up and decided, you know what, we're just going to do it now when we want to do it like next week. And we want to do it for six people, 10 people, 200 people, 50 people. And then one person for like, oh, I, I'm allowed to have 500 people out in Jersey. So I'm just going to do that. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) let's go, let's go do it. Yeah. So that brings us to the topic of today's episode, which a lot of you have been asking about. Um, The number one question I've been getting is now that a lot of people are deciding that they are going to go ahead with weddings, how are they actually doing it? Like the details, the practical steps, what are the actual options now that there seems to be no clear roadmap for what people can do for their weddings? So that's what we wanted to talk about. Um, Like you said, you've been doing a bunch of events. So Basically, I just wanted to kind of talk to you and, you know, for the benefit of the audience to understand like what their options are and how do they actually go about making them happen? That's it's it's a very loaded question. It's it's kind of funny because uh, I think the biggest thing is and I keep telling everyone that calls us this is how flexible are you? You know, there's this type A bride that like has her checklist and she has to start checking off this list and everything needs to be exactly the way that she anticipates it being in her head. I think that 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 kind of ride, I have to give a little bit more of a prep um, for and say, listen, the times are different now. Uh, It's not going to be your normal, you know, run of the mill event planning process. 
And we're just going to have to figure it out as we go. The rules change every day. And whether you can go from 10 people to 50 people, like, or like I said before, 500 people, doesn't really, I mean, it's up to you what kind of wedding you want to have, but we're willing to be flexible up until really the last second with that, because we understand that it's a different time. But that also translates into design. That also translates into, you know, your details. It also translates into your tablescapes and how your rentals and your tent size and all that other stuff that comes along with it. So it's about knowing that you may end up only making that decision a week or two before your event, that that's when the bow gets tied, not like a month or two or three before, like you would have in the past. It's different. So what are you seeing as some like common rearrangements for people that they're trying, that they're planning to do now? Like what, if you had to like kind of categorize them, what would you say are the main events you're doing or you're seeing people do? So you you mean in terms of weddings specifically? So in terms of weddings specifically, I think that like, it's really going backwards in the sense of saying how many guests first, normally when you would start planning your process, it's like, well, how many guests are you going to have? We don't know. We, we know we have 10 family members or we know we have 50 or we know we have a hundred, but we don't know how many are willing to come. We don't know how they're going to get here. A lot of them are from overseas. Um, some of them are in different states and people are having issues. I mean, we're doing an event this weekend where they're from Montreal and literally she's having only 18 guests because nobody can, nobody's willing to do the quarantining on the way back, which is crazy, you know, to take that into consideration when a week ago, everyone's like, we're in, <laughs> you know? So now that whole guest list has changed, which then in terms of compartmentalizing it now changes the whole concept of design because your floor plan has to change and you have to sort of spend a little bit more time worrying about who wants to sit with who so that everyone's being social distanced appropriately. And that also affects then design, which you can't get to until you get what you're, who's coming, who's being, who's being placed with who. And then you could go ahead and, oh, now I can design the space. So it's been like a little bit more of a process to get things done. I don't know if that answered your question, but I think it did. So, well, my, so my question is more about like, what are you actually, what kinds of weddings are you actually seeing? Like, what are the specific things people are doing? What kind of precautions are they taking? How are you working around these restrictions? So in terms of weddings, obviously a lot of like religious ceremony um, weddings going on right now. A lot of people are either, you know, for religious purposes, just getting married because they want to get married now. Um, having that ceremony is super important. They're not as focused in as the, at the, um, the entire event about like, let's have a party. There aren't many people saying let's dance for, for three hours and have a crazy DJ. It's more along the line of like a simple, beautiful, elegant ceremony and then a beautiful dinner for their immediate family. That's like the style that we're more than, than not seeing. Then you have the people who are saying, you know what, screw it, I don't care. Um, this is my one day, I'm not doing this again next year. I'm gonna make my ceremony, I'm gonna make my dinner for 200 and then I'll have a dance and we'll get, we'll, we'll get ropes or some other tambourines I've seen, hula hoops I've seen. Um, so people don't have to touch each other during dancing, which is so interesting, so interesting. What is that like? I mean, it's a little bit like if you had to think back at like the cartoon of like the Ten Commandments, <laughs> where everyone's like holding on to those tambourines, like hipster, like out in in the in the in the desert. It's right. a really odd experience, but people seem to like it. People get into it. It's very strange, but very cool. So, so if that's more with the religious ceremony, have you yeah. done? Have you been doing any weddings that are not religious, where people are just still doing a dance, or if they're not doing a dance, is there anything other than a dinner that that people that you've seen people yeah. make work? 
So people are doing, people are getting very creative right now. So what I love is our, our, our brides are saying to us, hey, we, we know it's going to be pretty. We're not worried about that. What we are worried about is what are guests going to do other than eat? So they're getting yeah. really fun with like their games. They're channeling a lot more into like their personalities, what connected them to their, to their significant other, which is really fun. Like I had a bride that like they met at, a, at a, um, one of those like bars that have the, the bulls in it. So like it was a big thing for them to have a bull at their wedding. So they brought That's in cool. the bull at their wedding because they're like, why not? We, we, and they met over like beef jerky. So their whole wedding was designed around beef jerky and this bull. And she's like, That's what I want for my wedding because I want people to have something to do. So that's so interesting. Yeah. So that was a cool one. I had another bride who was like super into like, like English long games uh, that we did recently. I mean, like clay pigeon shooting and like boot throwing. And I mean, it's odd, but it's so fun because you see every one of these tuxes, yeah. these, these clay pigeons and you're like, what is happening right now? But everyone loved it. So it seems like it's become more like activity based. Yeah. And I, and just in full disclosure, like I texted you last night being like, what else can we do? And yeah. the only yeah. thing I can think of is to add more desserts. So yeah. I saw that. I was like, well, what kind of dessert should we do for fun? I'm like, okay, we can go the food route. I'm like noted, but there's also so many other fun things you can do. But like what? I don't know. Tell me about your personality. What are you guys into? What do you, what do you enjoy I doing? I mean, Avi's incredibly active. So like he's, he's probably going to be like, let's play like sports. I am more of like a sit around and chat. And like I said, eat. But people are kind of gal. now also, you know, but, interestingly, enough, interestingly enough, I have a bride and groom right now that what they're doing is completely different. After their dinner, they're removing all their guests and they're going around the fire pit and they're just bringing a guitar, acoustic guitar, and they're just going to chill. Like that's their vibe. That's their chill. Oh, that's, see, that would also, like, work with us as well. I will say that because, um, you know, the fire pits we've talked about. Um, but, yeah, no, it's – that is actually, like, a really nice idea. Something else I suggested was maybe, like, a wine tasting, but, like, But that's, sort of, like, know. it's a little sticky, like, like – Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, why? Here's, I know. That's, that was my next question. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think we want to entertain the guests. People are traveling to come to your event. Obviously, you're going to give them sick food, which is awesome because you're like very into the food, which is so fun. Yeah. And, and like some people are, some people aren't, but there's got to be something else to do. So because you want it to be more than three hours. So past the food moment, there is an opportunity to play with like new experiences. Like I said, it could either be games. It could be a lot of people that are doing their events on like private property are going with fireworks at the end of the event, which typically speaking, they maybe wouldn't have done because it's a really big expense, but because now they've cut down on so many other things, they're, they're willing to go that extra mile, which is awesome. Also, we know that fireworks are widely available now. Yeah, exactly. It's like happening everywhere every night, yeah. <laughs> so we just add yeah, those. I don't know, it seems risky. It's, it's a little risky, but at the same time, you also have to have to like a lot of land for that. We don't have space for that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Um, question. Yeah. So what about like in terms of like other mingling options? You mentioned the fire pit. Are there other like mingling options that people are doing? Have you seen cocktail hours happening? Yeah. So in terms of like flow wise, I think ceremony, cocktails, dinner have been pretty much the same. It's been a lot more distance. There's been a lot less stations, a lot more passing um, just because it's easier. Right. Um, what I've been seeing like for fun, for fun moments Something just popped in my head and I'm like, oh wait, that's such a good idea. Now I forgot it. Oof, that sucks. Yeah, it was for you. I was like, oh, but maybe oh, okay, I should fun it. moments. I'll, I'll get it back to you. You're like, okay. you're like, what else can people do that are mingling? That was mingling. the whole that was the whole that was the whole cocktail point. hours. Cocktail hours are still going Cast food. Cats foods we spoke about. I'm trying to think after the dinner, because everyone's always having a dinner or a brunch. What are they going to do? Shoot. Oh my gosh, what a time to forget something. It will come back to me. Later, later. It will come back to me. I'll figure it out. But like okay. people are being very creative right now. There's so many things that you can do as long as you're keeping your guests busy with something. That's why I said like games is something that people are jumping towards because it's a little bit more personable and fun. Um, in f- terms of foodie experiences, you're having them when you're sitting down. People are getting very experiential with like their photo booths because it's something for people to do. And it's like a good moment. So I was going to ask you about the photo booth. Like, doesn't the photo booth, because we also thought about that, but then we were like a little concerned. Does that not uh, promote gathering and like people being very squished close together? Or do some people like No, but a lot of people don't, which is, it's only, going back to the idea of planning, and I'm going to come back to this. When you were saying about like, what kind of weddings are people having? There's groups of people who honestly don't care. And I'm not, I'm not advocating for that. But what I say is that I tell everyone, just gather your groups based on their levels I saw an event recently, which is adorable, where they give out wristbands at the beginning of the event of your level of care. Right. Like, don't come near me. You know, I'm happy to like shake hands. And then the other one's like, you know, touch me all over. So like, it was like, kind of like, it was so cute. I loved it. And then they went to their sections at the party of where they felt the most comfortable. See, I get that. The only reason I personally, because I, I thought about doing that, right. I thought what made that made me feel like that people will assume I think it's okay for you, like for people to I be touching. A political thing there, yeah. And yeah. like, I actually don't want to encourage that. Like if people do it, that's like on them. But like, I think that people, at least on our guest list will like stay to their crowd. Cause like, it's not like they even, you Ooh, know. I remember. What, what is it? It's not for you though. <laughs> oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> it's not but- for you though. When We're you do- say games, do you mean like, I know you said one was like lawn games or shooting. Like what about games like that you'd play? Oh, I hate them. I can't believe I'm about to, like a bridal shower game, like newlyweds. Like, mm. or like, is that the kind of games people are doing or is it all like physical games? It's usually physical games because it's something that people could get up and do. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, you're not doing family. You don't want more sitting. Right. Yeah, we don't want it. People don't want to sit for three hours. So yeah, no. Something in lieu of dancing. But super fun concept, which we're doing this weekend, is like a like a bagatelle style where we party at the table. Okay. I was yeah. actually gonna say um, that could be like an option that people could do if it's like 
your vibe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That. Yeah. What? Why not? Why wouldn't it be your vibe? I mean, if you want to dance with people, like how fun is it that you don't, I mean, whoever doesn't care will come to the dance floor, I guess, if you have an area for dancing. Or the bride and groom will have their area, maybe whoever you feel most comfortable with, your family. Should we do that? Should you do that? Yeah. On part of the table. The whole, the whole thing. Just like get up in the middle. Oh my yeah. gosh. I can't wait for people to see your wedding. It's so freaking cool. I know. I'm so excited. Okay. It's so, so, okay. So cool. okay. That's yeah, so, about so, me. I, More about so, everyone else. For everyone else. This is the this is the request I got. You ready? Yeah. So the request goes, the, the groom says, are the tables that we're ordering strong? I said, strong for... He goes, well, we're thinking about, initially the concept was that we were going to make stages in the middle of the dance floor area, like four foot stages for couples to get on and dance on. And we're going to make them really cool. And they were all social distanced and it was really sick. But then he's like, we don't have enough room because we need the tables to be social distanced because really they're grouping, doing groupings of two. They're very careful, this, this bride and groom, which I think is amazing. Yeah. And then he's, so he's like, no, why don't we just do it like legit Lavo style? Like everyone just get on their table and just start dancing. Okay, well, that's, a, that's yeah. an amazing idea. I actually, okay, here's my question. Do you find that there's anyone, have you had any clients or like spoken to people who are like, you know, I'm actually happier that, with what I'm doing now? Yeah, I wish people could see my eyes right now. Um, yes, the answer is yes. People are, the people who are channeling it are really into it. There's something really intimate and cool about being able to, you're spending, there's a money aspect that I'm sure your, your, your viewers and your followers want to hear about. It's like, everyone's kind of, conf I'm educating people literally daily on the fact that a COVID wedding doesn't necessarily mean a cheaper wedding, which I think right. we've seen also. Like it's not, you're spending more money on a bet, you're spending the same money in some, in some aspects, but for a better experience. That's the way that I kind of view it. Yes, I see that. I would say like proportionally that is the case, but I'm still spending less money. Like No, overall, yeah, you're spending less money, but I'm saying price per person all of a sudden jumps up tremendously because of that. Right. I think also people don't realize that like the bulk of the cost to even is even getting started, like to have a truck and labor, like, and people doing this for you at all. Like yeah. whether it's, you explained to me and it makes perfect sense, whether you make a hoopah for four people or 45 people or 400 people, it is the same thing probably. It's exactly the same thing. So what are you seeing people do for like music? Cause you know, some are doing the Lavo, but what about like, are there, is there anyone who's not doing like any music? I have a few clients that are doing like their own playlist, which I think it's complicated, but um, I had some that just did literally just, you know, acoustic moments. I've had some that have brought in a little bit of like a percussion just to, you know, jazz it up a little bit. People are going with smaller bands now and then just to make it at least lively. The problem is I've had a client, I had one client that didn't do any music. And again, this isn't, this isn't a, a Birch thing because we focus a lot more on the design and the production of things. But overall being there and experiencing the vibe, it like fell flat. Music's important. You can't I agree. You be a family gathering and everyone's just going to have a good time. Like people are there. There's a certain formality to a wedding. You need to have the right music to make it happen. That's it. Right. I would say that like maybe people underestimate the importance of it being organized. Um, not that it needs to be so over the top or fancy, but I think that guests, especially like, even if you only have like 40 of them or 30, they still yeah. need to know where to go. They aren't going to like inherently necessarily like 
understand what's expected of them, especially because they've never been to a wedding, possibly like like what you're doing. Correct. That's that's for sure. But that's why people I think are underestimating the need for an event planner. Right now, most people what they're doing is they're just calling a designer, they're calling or a florist, they're calling a caterer, and they're calling their house or wherever they're going to find a venue, and they're kind of leaving it at that. Where before, I think event planning was like such a raging business because everyone felt like I'm lost. I need help, you know, planning my big wedding in a year from now. And now people are like, well, it's in three weeks. So like I could just do it myself, but they don't realize day of the guests care. And then leading up to it, which I wonder if you're experiencing getting, fielding the phone calls of guests on how you're doing COVID, um, you know, precautions is such a, is such a job. Well, we put it in the invitation. Um, so like we explained it basically. Um, so, so that I think helps people. And like, we, I've also, we have enough few enough guests that like we've spoken to each of them personally about right. like what we're doing. Correct. So on the bigger events, like we're doing next weekend, we have an event for like around 300 people. Outdoors, pretty social distance. Some people, there are a lot of groups that just don't like, they say they're a group of friends of 65, for example, they hang out all the time and, and they're comfortable. So that's fine. That's, that's their, per, you know, their prerogative. But like the other guests that are coming are, are calling and saying, hey, you know, what are the protocols that you guys are taking? Can you send us information on the hotel and how they do it? Which is not our world, but we're like, yeah, 100% happy to, to help. Uh, and, and that's been like a big deal. It's been a very big deal. And some people doing so, COVID tests before, by the way, before what? the event starts. A lot of people now doing COVID testing on site, the rapid testing before their event. Interesting. And I'm just, not sure how accurate that is. That's my only hesitation about it. But that does seem like a very you know, safe measure. Um, so what, so in terms of like the social distancing piece, how is that affecting like the design of how people are seated or like maybe even like the procedure of how you're setting things up? Oh my gosh. So again, it all goes back to groupings, right? We're saying, we're saying to our brides, like we don't want to design the party until you know how you're getting your party grouped. Because what happens is, is that however you're going to set the tables is pretty much how you're going to set your ceremony seats too. So like instead of doing one chair or two chairs or couples every six feet and have this giant staggered, you know, grass moment with random chairs, uh, you know, we can make it prettier and nicer if we know how your groupings are need to be made. Because again, if you're going to make a table of 10, I might as well have those 10 people sitting together. So we've been paying a lot more attention to that and people have been making cards just like you would on a table, but like place cards, we're doing that now for ceremony as well. Yeah, I I need to order those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) So I'm wondering, like, what kind of, like, are the biggest issues that you're you're having to solve for people these days? Gosh, there are so many. There are so many. Um, Again, comfortability. That's probably one of the biggest ones. People not being, like, not sure where they have to draw the line with their guests and with themselves and what they believe in versus what their guests believe in. Um, financial things are a huge, a huge conversation now because people are just not getting the fact that the truck can hold four boxes or 400 boxes. And just because you're putting 50 boxes in there instead of 400 means the truck costs less or the driver costs less. So like you have to go through that education process. And then of course, the day of running, running the events, like working with either the event planner or the bride and groom to make sure that the timeline works, you know, efficiently and that there's not too much dead time. Because again, there's no major dancing going on and being more creative with what that looks like. Unless you're doing Lavo style. Which I'm obsessed with. 
By the way, now that I just said it out loud again, I love it. As we're talking about it, I'm like, like getting that it. feeling that I first got when I came up with like the idea that I wanted to do this in the first place. Um, I it's a good love thing. that. Yeah. I, I love no, I love the smile. I love seeing it. I love seeing like the lights going off in your head. And you're like, yeah. wait, what? I can make this epic and awesome at the same time. It's, yeah. You know, it's- no, I'm already like there. I've arrived there. I am pro Corona wedding. Like I said this on the, on the episode last week, like, you know, obviously no one's first choice was for there to be a pandemic, but there is one. And um, there are, and you work with it. And like, maybe there can be like, not just silver linings, but maybe this is going to be an opportunity to, like you said, like couples are getting much more into like what brought them together. And I think that that's important because like, what else should a wedding be if not uh, unique to you? I agree with you. And the funny part is I think pre COVID it was getting about what, how elaborate your wedding was getting. I felt like a lot of people were being pushed because of social media, obviously, and design. And don't get me wrong, that worked really well for us <laughs> to be more creative and to do bigger and better and cooler events. But now I think we're being challenged to be more innovative with design. So like I have someone who called me up the other day and they wanna, uh, they wanna somehow translate their event and one of their favorite board games into the centerpiece, into the table. It's really cool. Like they could be, play, people can play. Like there are people who are taking it to next level, which I'm so turned on by because I'm saying, you know, I wouldn't typically think that way. And now I'm getting challenged to be more creative with it. Well, because when you you have this giant hole in the center of the wedding where you normally have the party, the dancing. So yes, you can keep the dinner element, but then the thing that people think of is the dancing and like the partying, but you can't do that. So you need to replace it with something. And like, I think whatever, like there's nothing as universal as dancing. So people are forced to basically pick what's my thing. Yeah, exactly. And then somehow make it work for everyone. Yeah. Right, I love that my, the first thing I think is that it should be more food. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, yeah, you're very food oriented. It's great. I love I, it. It's not that I'm even food oriented. I don't really, it's more that I care about like the dessert. Like I want like a Willy Wonka status thing for dessert. <laughs> status thing. We have this giant rocket ship that's going to come out of the sky and land right in the middle. And then out's going to come like this big guy with like this giant hat. And then you're going to have like, I don't know. No, I don't need the guy. I need the chocolate. <laughs> I was like, go with the. With the Can with you the, uh, fill yeah. the pool with chocolate, Josh? By the way, I think I'd be down to fill it with like with like candy. That would be more fun. I don't know about chocolate though. Maybe just some petals on the top. <laughs> I like I like the idea of color. I've been playing with so many weird things. It's awesome, and the whole really it must be inspired me. Now, you know, something else. I love it. Yeah. How are, so how are basically like, how, what's your experience like with couples? Are they happy? Are they unhappy? What are their, you know, what's the outlook like out there? I love that you asked that question. It is so freaking interesting. So some, some brides are going to be coming in. Some couples are coming in because we just did amazing like shoot out there. Everyone's just like, they're not sure what to feel about it. So I feel like it's my job to get them overly excited about it and not to feel like they're missing even one little bit of what they would have gotten any other time. And I think the feedback that we're getting afterwards is, oh my gosh, I didn't feel like I missed anything, which was so, it's so validating. But the couples in general, most of them are coming in saying, you know what, we're determined to do this now. You know, it takes a, it takes a big person to say, you know what, I'm gonna make the best of the situation and I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna sort of 
relieve myself of this dream I've had in my head of getting married at the plaza my whole life. And now I'm getting married in the backyard of my in-laws house, you know? (laughs) No, it's really, it could be way worse, truly. I I see it as a huge up, up. I called you afterwards. I'm like, I love the character of the home. So like, to me, it's like, you can now play off of something that you don't have to compete with any other bride with where they're walking yeah. the, same, the same ballroom every day. and Well, the home has a lot of character. <laughs> you're, that home specifically does. I'm saying everyone's whose house we're going to, we're picking up on the character. And there's right. no competition in that field because nobody's ever made an event there before. So it's so always kind of, unique. What kind of locations are you seeing, if not just like their homes? So a lot of homes, a lot of people are renting homes, which is, which is crazy because obviously there's a lot of gouging going on right now, which is nuts. But um, I understand if you want to give up your home to somebody, like it's a, it's a big ordeal, you know? There so, could be like a problem. Yeah, I mean, not even the problem. It's also like, what if they don't abide by rules and people do get crazy and whatever. So there are people who are renting homes, people are doing their own homes. And then there's a lot of country clubs that now are open and allowing for very specific style events. So I'm doing a wedding this weekend that is 150 people. That's all the club allows. Um, everyone has to be social distance, no tables bigger than eight or 10. Uh, That's and normal all, size. No, but well, you know, sometimes you want to go with like big family tables or whatever. You want to be creative, which yeah. is, yeah, it's, it's not the worst thing. That's not the issue. The crazy part is, is that they're enforcing that as soon as someone gets up from the table, their mask has to be on. You can't walk around the party without the mask, which is also okay. And they're I mean, that's basically the rules of outdoor dining in New York, New York. Same thing everywhere. And then, but they're allowing 25 people on the dance floor at a time, which is cool. Wow. So they're having the band call up tables for dancing. They're calling up different tables for, for dancing, groups of 25, and, and that's what it will be. It just, it will be what it will be. And they're That's such be- an interesting way of doing it. And um, it's, so, it's so funny because like in, my, in our original wedding, there was a whole thing with my in-laws because they wanted like more Jewish dancing and we wanted like less Jewish dancing and literally up to like it, we canceled it. We were like debating the number of minutes we would spend on Jewish oh, dancing so funny. and then we canceled it problem solved. But like that <laughs> would have solved the problem because like we would have done like, you know, yeah. them. Yeah, and- group of friends come up for dancing. We're just going to hang out on the side guys and we're going to join in when like the DJ comes on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what I mean. Someone give me dessert and chocolate and I'm just <laughs> out here while, while my mom and dad-in-law dance. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah, that's so good. Country clubs are doing it. Some people are going to Jersey. They're, they're staying in resorts, which is so cool. I'm doing a few weddings this week, this, this, oh my gosh, this weekend. I keep saying this weekend, but it's really all like merged together. Um, this month where they're in, they're in great resorts in uh, golf, co- golf courses and golf resorts up in Jersey, they're allowing three, 400 people outside as long as they have a big enough tent. And then private homes in Pennsylvania and Connecticut, that it's happening everywhere. It really is. And very nicely, it's interesting because you start paying attention to details that you never paid attention before. Like for a wedding of 100, 200, 300 people, you would never spend so much on a charger and a glassware. And like, it starts adding up before you turn around, you're $50 a person just for like extras, not including like an excessive menu card. Now that you have 50 people, you're like, you know what? I could swing for that really cool pressed flower underneath my glass charger, whatever it may be, with the monogram words written by a real calligrapher in 18 karat gold. 
<laughs> giving me ideas. <laughs> I completely just made that you up. You literally but... are like, you increased my bill 20% just by recording this episode. No, I'm kidding. Sorry about that. I'm joking. I'm joking, everyone. It's not, I don't, I don't make my decisions that easily, but you know, maybe I could. <laughs> um, when you see a press shower flower show up under my glass chargers, you'll know where the idea came from. But I won't let you settle with like gold Sharpie. Like it has to be 18 karat gold leaf, like written on Oh the my God, Josh, no. <laughs> Wait, here's my, okay. Here, here's a softer question, less materialistic. Okay. Are you noticing anything different in like the tenor of the guests or like the mood of the guests? the families, the bride and grooms, like given what's happened. Yeah. Other than dressing, other than, when, and then the way they are dressed, because the way they're dressed, obviously it's really dependent on the event. A lot of people are playing, a lot of brides that we've been having now are playing way funky when it comes to clothing. Like no, I mean, people like more down to earth and gracious now that. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Less dodgy and less like, oh my gosh, why do I have to be here? <laughs> everyone's yeah. very excited to be there i think it's much more of a homey beautiful vibe like i just think in general people are feeling so intimate which i think is so beautiful and they feel like they're they're wanted which i think makes them want to be there more you know what i'm saying right. like they don't feel like one of 300 correct i mean you're one of 50 how could you not be important to these people except for like aunt martha or whatever whatever it is that you have to invite to the wedding but everyone else feels awesome I didn't invite any have-tos. Oh, that's, see? Even better. Even don't better. Believe in have -tos. I don't believe in have-tos. Although I understand why people have, have that circumstance. I get that. Yeah, a lot would of you, Would you say that couples are, like, more stressed or less stressed? I think they're being forced to not care enough. <laughs> I think the really? circumstance is, like, pushing them into saying, Here, here's, like, planning COVID wedding 101. Put together your team. Back off. That's it. Like explain what you need, explain what you're looking for, let them do the rest, let them present you everything that they know is a hundred percent capable within whatever the budget may be in whatever the, the, the circumstances may be with, you know, your yards and your seating and whatever they know will, they can make work comfortably and you have to trust in your team more than ever. I've spoken about this on the last, you know, um, podcast that we did together uh, about trusting your vendors because when someone trusts their vendors, their vendors feel a, a, a a moral and emotional obligation to your event. And it's not just, oh, I'm doing another party. And especially now, because everyone is so gracious for the business, because let's face it, the event industry is taking a, a big beating like many others, but it is taking a huge beating right now with millions of people out of jobs. Anyone who's getting a job feels so gracious that they are literally putting all of themselves into your party. So if you give them that freedom to feel that way, and back off a little bit, you'll have a better experience and the overall result will be a million times better. That sounds like, you know, the silver lining if I've ever heard one. Josh, thank you so much for being here today, for sharing all your expertise and for giving us all some really interesting ideas for how we can handle our weddings at this time. Our pleasure. My pleasure. It's been amazing. Where can everyone follow you? Everyone can follow us at Birch Event Design on Instagram and now TikTok, just saying. And uh, wow. I'm proud of that <laughs> for a half a minute. Head uh, of the game. I'm trying. I'm trying. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been very, very fun. I'm very excited for all that's to come and to me uh, too. sharing some good times with you. I'm so excited for everyone to see the masterpiece that you have devised 
for us. And to our audience, um, please let me know what you have thought about this episode, what you've been think- thought about the past two episodes, what you want to hear more of um, in the coming weeks. Um, please follow us at Betches Brides on Instagram. Join the Facebook group, Betches Brides, and subscribe to the newsletter, betches.co slash brides newsletter. Um, and happy to hear your feedback. Um, and I will be here next week till death do us part. This has been the Betches Brides podcast. Betches.